0: Hey, it's Austin here. This episode is coming out a few days later, and I apologize for that. I recently got married when I'm on my honeymoon, and then I've been getting back into the rhythm of my routine. But I want to say a couple things. One, we have some incredible episodes coming out soon. We have two, uh, some two-parters that will be very eye-opening, I believe, in how my brain works and um, just the development of thoughts and ideas that I have. We have some new guests, people from outside of the faith coming on to share their points of view of the church, politics, or cultural moment, et cetera. That's really a, a great way for you to witness me stepping in, literally, into the fray with someone of a different point of view and having a conversation, how that goes down in my personal life, but uh, it'll also give you a chance to hear from somebody else with a different point of view, and you get to hear and experience what those conversations I'm having in my real life are like. Um, along with that, we're also having some returning guests who would really they really add a unique value to the podcast with some of their older episodes. So no, we have episodes pre-recorded; they're ready to go out. We're not running behind. I know this episode's behind, but that's just a, a fluke in my scheduling. Two. On this episode today, you will be listening to me and Robbie have a conversation that's pretty vulnerable. We tackle topics like gun control, abortion, and how each other vote, but I want to be clear. This podcast is a resource, but it's not objective like absolute truth, all right? The goal has always been for you to listen and it to cause good conversations. Remember that first episode? And today, you may hear what I say or Robbie says and think, that's completely wrong. How could they believe that? And I just want you to know that that is okay. Our goal is to enter into these tough, complicated, nuanced conversations and explore where God is taking us. And you may disagree. You may have pushback. And that's a good thing that should be celebrated. We hope that you are encouraged by this episode and it's something you share with a friend or a family member or a co to start up a good conversation. It really sparks deep thinking and self-examination and uh, just development. You know, that's that's part of this journey that we are on as Christians is we're trying to be formed into the image and likeness of Christ. We're trying to grow as human beings into the people God has called and created us to be. And in order to do that, we have to step into these uncomfortable moments. Like with working out, you don't get stronger by doing comfortable things. You don't get stronger by never cha- challenging yourself, right? The way you get stronger in the gym is the same way you're going to get stronger as a Christian, and that's by putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, challenging your faith, exploring the doubt, the confusion, and really trying to explore where God is in all of that. So that's the goal. Lastly, thank you for listening to our podcast. Go like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Subscribe in your podcast feed, whether that's Apple or Spotify, and please leave us a rating and review. When you rate and review a show like ours, it goes up the ranking system and will connect uh, with others like you who would enjoy and benefit from the conversations we are having here. This truly helps the show. Feel free to reach out and tell us what you think about the episode, what topics you'd like to discuss on the next one, and more. We hope you enjoy this episode of Into the Fray. More of a
1: personal question
0: that I'm more interested in. Okay. We don't. Ever, we've never talked about it. Okay. So, how do you prepare for the podcast?
1: How do I prepare? Um, uh, complete trans. Uh, <laughs> let me just be very, very five transparent. minutes before I. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not as much as I prepare for Sunday morning or Wednesday night teaching. Uh, no, fifteen or twenty hours going into no. But seriously, like, so if you don't know when Austin. Uh, kind of plans out the schedule and all I'll look at it and I do think about it kind of periodically um, obviously a week or days before um, but I pray through it I pray through it. sometimes I jot down a couple of scriptures that come to mind or thoughts kind of deal yeah but uh I, I would rather it be I mean again just being very blunt I would rather it be like I don't know what you're going to say at the very beginning I don't know the questions I don't know yeah. you know how you're going to open up and I kind of like it that way because yeah. it's more conversational, like if we were sitting down having a cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, you know, I probably I'm probably not going to know what the, how the conversation is going to be led into a topic yeah. or whatever, and I'd rather it be that way, just feel mm-hmm. more natural. Yeah. yeah, I get
0: that. Yeah. How about you? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Berlin <laughs> yeah. is sitting in here, so no,
1: no lying. She knows.
0: <laughs> uh. It gives me a good excuse to buy more books. Oh. So there's that, which is nice. hmm Uh, I usually, uh, I'm thinking through different topics, and then I kind of try to plan them out in the way they flow better, throughout yeah. the, the batch that we record, but then leading up to it, I'm going to try to find a book or two if I don't have one mm-hmm. that I can just get a better understanding of, and usually when I'm reading a book. I get really hyped about that subject and that helps for the podcast because then I'm like really interested there's been episodes in the past where I wanted to have maybe a certain person on or Uh I wanted us to talk about something but I wasn't as interested in it by the time it came to record okay and so then I was just like all right let's let's get through this one because I'm really hyped about the next one yeah but this one's kind of uh, well, is the so. opposite true,
1: too? Like, when you plan it out six weeks or whatever, how long it is kind of thing, six episodes, that even initially, you're like, man, this one I'm super excited about, and this one not so much, but then something happens for the not so much that kind of intensifies, it, kind of ramps yeah. it up to where, like, okay, now I am. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, we have... So, I guess we're on this episode, Politics yeah. Part 2. Uh that wasn't in the schedule, yeah. but after the first one, yeah. we thought it was a good idea to like elaborate a little bit more on some different things, mm-hmm. and so we threw that in there, but we have an episode coming up, hopefully, uh, about education, mm-hmm. whether people should send public, private, Christian, yep. what, whatever, um, or homeschool. I'm not as super interested about that one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but... After reading a book in preparation for the politics one, uh-huh. it sparked some more interest about the education one. I'm like, okay. And uh-huh. then having Berlin with me all the time, yeah. she is always talking about education and her yeah. thoughts on it. Yeah, And so as we're, we've been talking about some politics around education,
1: uh-huh.
0: that again sparked some interest. I'm like, okay. Now I'm like, I'm amping up more for that episode. Okay. Uh, and then as we're recording this one, I'm reading a book about... Uh, the Transgender Conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hyped about that one. Okay, I definitely need more time because yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is a whole different, that's a very heavy it's subject. Yeah. I'm learning a lot about biology. Sure. I should have paid attention in middle school, but that, like that... <laughs> i'm learning about the chromosomes all that stuff i'm like gosh i now i see the benefit of paying attention in school
1: it please do like i'm in there yeah. like it's funny you say that so i'm in there uh now and i'm putting like maps i'm trying to find some maps to kind of go with illustrations for tomorrow and i did not pay attention in geography and apparently i'm like really horrible now in geography and so even like you know that kind of stuff it's like yes kids please pay attention in school it's good yeah but it's funny dude like even the opposite for me like so last week when we did part a of the politics we got through it and I thought it was good. And then I knew that education was coming up and I thought it was this week. And so I was super excited. And then when you were like part two, I was like, yeah, whatever you want to do, Austin. Like I was like, <laughs> I wasn't as excited because I was like, I felt like, again, I, it's extremely important, no doubt. Yeah. But I felt like I, we had kind of grinded through that one. Yeah. And I was like, do we really need to do this? Like, let's just move on. But it's important. So yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, But yeah, I'll, I'll read a. I'll try to find a book or something to help me amp up for it and get my headspace back in that area and then um definitely checking certain podcasts to see if they have any material I can listen to while I'm at the shop. Yeah. And uh and then there's been times in the when we've done the podcast where I've done this and then times where I haven't mm-hmm. of I'll go on the Google Docs and I'll just have a, a blank sheet and I'll just write out whatever my thoughts are. Okay. And part of that is just trying to get an intro together. Part of that's uh, trying to see what I actually think about the subject before we record it mm-hmm. uh, for safety measures. <laughs> and so I just, whatever I'm thinking of about that topic, it may not have anything to do with what we'll actually end up saying. I just start typing and see where my headspace is. Yeah. And uh, that usually helps me realize, okay, you have a tendency to... Uh, go on a long rant about this area over here that is mm. probably not that helpful. Mm. Let's guard against going that way and mm. let's try to steer clear and,
1: you know, go straight.
0: And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll but try to one do of that. the
1: things I, I really love about, it. I mean, I, I love a lot of dimensions of this podcast and just hearing your heart and thoughts and things of that nature. But uh, one of the things I love is I've heard you say it several times after the podcast was like, you do all the prep, and we know where we stand on, on these topics going into it. Mm-hmm. But the conversation itself, like how it kind of fleshes itself out in the yeah. podcast, doesn't always go according to plan. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's not that we waver from you know, where we stand or, or that sort of thing. Um, but it's just, again, you're sitting down having a conversation. You mm-hmm. kind of could go into it with, okay, it's probably going to go this route. But if I bring something up or you do, then we just kind of go with it like yeah. you would with any conversation. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get that. I know. I don't know about you, for you. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm. I can be overly cautious about what I say, and so there's a lot of anxiety about saying the wrong thing. Yeah, and part of that's just like my own insecurities. But then, doing the podcast is a challenge, or even teaching mm-hmm. uh, in the youth group or wherever it can be a challenge because you're that the the whole job is like you communicating mm-hmm. and you getting these thoughts and ideas out and uh sometimes like why like help writing all this stuff out sometimes before it'll help me like kind of work through that my own insecurities about it of like okay why do you not want to sh- share this mm-hmm. is it because uh you're scared of offending people or you're scared of being yourself um and so sometimes there's that helpful part of it and i'm like okay awesome like you you gotta have some courage and confidence to say some of these things like of course people are going to disagree with they're not going to agree with everything you say uh sometimes writing out helps me filter through like my own emotions about speaking uh which is like when i i don't really do it much for the youth anymore about like writing word for word what i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. but uh if I when I preach, I'll write word for word out what I'm gonna say, and a lot of that is just like the trying to help me overcome that anxiety about speaking up, and because I have a lot of insecurity about looking stupid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably because I felt like for the longest time I did look stupid any time I spoke up, mm. and so now it's like uh, I don't know just trying to work through all that. Yeah. That was a very, yeah, I wasn't expecting to say any of that, but yeah. okay. That yeah. A, yeah, hey, just go. a word
1: of comfort though. So like when I preach, which is typically, you know, especially on Sundays, it's 40, 45 minutes or whatever kind of thing. I, I go into it knowing that I'm going to say something stupid within 40 or 45. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you just talk for that long, yeah. I'm bound to say something that I'm like, why did you say that? Yeah. You know, or I wish I had said this kind of thing. But I think to your point, like, Planning it out. I mean, it's worship. Like my whole preparation. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we really do believe everything that we do, what we eat or drink or whatever we do. We do it for the glory of God. Then it's an act of worship. And so for me, the preparation. And so for you, like working through, and me too, like working through exactly why I believe what I believe and what I'm going through and working through those anxieties and everything else. I mean, that's that's part of worship because you're you're confronting some things. I mean, there's some mm-hmm. conviction. There's there's some insecurities you're dealing with and you're bringing them before the lord you know what i yeah. mean and so if it's writing it out or, or just you know walking through a text and practicing whatever it is kind of whatever mm-hmm. what your methodology uh in that is i think it's extremely helpful
0: yeah even uh thing about this episode or like the politics two episodes me getting those thoughts out or even talking to berlin about it uh it does help me work through and identify, okay, you, maybe you have some hatred building in your heart towards like a certain idea or, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to say group of people, but like uh, like a party or whatever, or mm-hmm. you have some like, I have maybe more anger towards one party than the other. Mm-hmm. And it helps me like, as I'm talking to Bert Lynn about it, she's like, okay, <laughs> it'll help me identify like, okay you're you're going really hard on this one mm-hmm. and you're giving this one not as much of that uh same energy yeah. and so maybe you need to forgive some people over here and uh work on your anger mm-hmm. and try to better understand what's actually going on and that's that can be challenging cuz you I don't know I feel like uh politics is interesting cuz you get we get angry about certain policies or Mm -hmm. uh, political movements or whatever Mm -hmm. for reasons. It's not like, I mean, maybe there are people out there who just, they want to be angry all the time. Mm -hmm. But there usually like, there's a lot of baggage going along with it that shape and form that anger you have towards Mm -hmm. a certain idea or whatever. And having to... Mm -hmm work through that and be like, okay, I understand why you, um, I I guess uh, one of the examples, and I guess we're getting into it, <laughs> uh, hearing conservatives talk about uh, the LGBTQ people. Yes. And sometimes just how, like, dehumanizing they are. Yes. And, like, you know, I know during the Black Lives Matter rallies. Yes. Uh, thing came up of you had the black trans lives matter Mm -hmm. and people being like a feeling like uh, the trans movement was kind of taking over an issue that should have been left alone or whatever but then like you, you press in and you understand more so like okay well trans people are getting like really like I'm losing the word but uh they're not being treated with respect mm-hmm. just out on just the regular civilian streets. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of politics.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they're being murdered and yes. uh, abused and all of this stuff, yep. like, in crazy numbers. And then you have conservatives being like, okay, well, like, uh, they they just get angry at the fact that they're like, they're already mad about the Black Lives Matter part. Mm-hmm. But then they're even more mad about the, you mm-hmm. throwing in trans into it too, like, mm-hmm. We don't want anything to do with that mm-hmm. and it's like well if you understood why uh regardless of the situation why they're 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 using this moment to speak up, you'll understand that there's a lot of hurt and abuse that's going on towards yeah. them as well yeah, and if we're gonna speak up about life they're they're speaking up for their own lives of mm-hmm. their I don't know that that's just a moment where I like you you start getting a little angry because then I'm I'm thinking about the trans people in my life. And I'm like, yeah, I I know when they go to the bathroom, even if they went to the one that's biologically theirs, mm-hmm. but they don't look that way anymore. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have some people angry. Mm-hmm. Like it's it can be impossible for them to go to either bathroom, mm-hmm. just because of how they look, even if they went to the like it's, they're just labeled and hated and. It it makes you as someone who loves them Mm -hmm. very defensive because then you're like no like we need there's good reason why they are speaking up right now yeah I know that was a very no no not at all
1: dude I mean yeah (laughs) you said something earlier about why politics is such a hot button I think and I, I think for me personally it's like any issue but obviously since today's politics one. With anything, it can be like, why are you so angry about this? What makes you so passionate about this? Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it can be very fleshly sinful. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just we want to win an argument. We want to be right. You know, that, yeah. that, there can be a lot of that. I'm not interested in hearing your side. I want to show you how wrong you are and how right I am. I mean, yeah. that's just true.
0: I've been you know, that. That. Yeah.
1: that happens a lot. Um, to the other side, though, I mean, it, there should be a passion. And I think we said last time, or I think I said anyway specifically, that's not really been a big thing in my house growing up or, or even now. I mean, as far as politics go, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a big discussion, family gathering kind of thing. But the specifics about the politics, most definitely, because we come from a biblical side. You know what I yeah. mean? So, like, if we truly believe that every life matters because mm-hmm. just the every life, is, every life is sacred because we are all made in the image of God, then we're going to address those and it's going to overflow not just in obviously our home but our schools or, or our communities and yes, it's going to then go into the voting booth. I mean, it's going to it's going to affect every place and vice yeah. versa, you can't go into just the voting booth and that's disconnected from how you live in the community. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, it's, it can't be that. Uh, to your point though, like what's crazy, man, is I think like the example you gave with the black trans, transgender um, specifically, like, so for, you know, let me just, I don't want to umbrella it kind of thing, um, but, like, so for conservatives, um, every life matters. So if we say that and we believe that, right, well, then their life, whether you agree with them or not, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, their sexuality or this or that or stance or whatever, okay, well, this, again, isn't a... a you know, if their life matters, that's not just a okay, a discussion about sexuality or marriage or politics or anything else. Mm-hmm. It's their life matters. Yeah. And so how they're being treated, um, how they're suffering, I mean, how, how we speak to them. Okay, again, love your neighbors yourself. Guess what? I don't care what political party, they're your neighbor. Yeah. Are you loving them? I mean, that to me is the question. It, it's... It again goes back to it, Austin. Man, if I truly believe they're made in the image of God, how I look at them, yeah, you know, because let's just be honest, and it doesn't have to be just you know, specific, like for them kind of thing, but anybody. If I look at them and I'm judging based on the external, or even their lifestyle, or what they say, or whatever, and no matter what that you know is specifically sexuality or anything else, the point is. They're made in the image of God just mm-hmm. like me. Yeah. So I'm gonna treat them that way and love them that way. And yes, we're gonna disagree in certain areas and that's okay too. But I can lovingly disagree. Yeah. And still love them.
0: Yeah. I get that. Uh what is I think one of the things I I just got done reading uh book Jesus and John Wayne yes Have you heard of it I've heard of it I've not read it okay yeah uh, that a, that's a that's the story uh, <laughs> of at first starting off reading it I was like mm-hmm. I don't know I feel like sometimes reading books like out the gate especially ones like that where they're trying to paint a picture of history over a long span. yeah you are just getting filled with information You're like I don't understand how any of this matters yeah but then by the end I was like oh, okay yeah I get it mm-hmm. like chapter of when mattered um but one of the things that came up in that book that uh Kristen was describing was how evangelicals um specifically white evangelicals because they vote differently than black Protestants mm-hmm. um there's just that's just how it's been in our country because of the racial divide and uh a lot of times just black Christians not being included in white circles mm-hmm. but uh so white evangelical, she was talking about how it came across as if they're constantly uh, wrestling with this idea of should we vote in a way to propel our movement forward, mm-hmm. N- not even like white evangelicalism, but mm-hmm. just like Christianity forward mm-hmm. in our country, mm-hmm. or should we vote in a way uh, that doesn't even like consider whether we're getting uh, a leverage or not. Okay. i don't know if that made sense yeah I think but so. um i've i've wrestled with that at times of there's a way if we're building our kingdom mm-hmm. there's a way to go about that that would be a little bit more strategic mm-hmm. and we'd get a lot fast uh, places a lot faster but it requires to sacrifice some of our values mm-hmm. and how we go about uh I don't know, just living our lives in the public square. Mm -hmm. Um, Because politics is not a—it It's can be kind of dog-eat-dog, I guess. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the things that are necessary for you to get ahead in politics uh, in our country just because of how the system is, Mm -hmm. it will require you to do some things that are a little shady, Mm -hmm. which I don't think that's— there's anyone that yeah. we we understand our country, but I think evangelicals are in this weird position where we have this set of values, Christian values about mm-hmm. how we're going to advance God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. But sometimes because we're working in a kingdom that is not, um, a, a kingdom of the world mm-hmm. that we're trying to figure out how to operate with kingdom, uh, God's kingdom values. Mm-hmm in a worldly kingdom and sometimes i think it gets muddled mm-hmm. and we get caught up maybe more in the world's way of building the kingdom yeah, than yeah. God's. does that yeah, make sense for sure and i think
1: again you said it. i think a lot of it is i mean you can take this to the mission field um as far as when you break it down like so if there's closed countries and so that's the legality aspect of it but if i go there under the disguise if you will of a work profession or a student or whatever. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm going to sneak in and then give it, you know what I mean? So there's that kind of like the ethical that you just really have to be very, you know, I'm getting the gospel in, but am I being deceptive? You know, like kind of thing. So, I mean, there's a lot of that that, again, you just have to kind of sift through. And as far as politics, for sure. um, I mean, there's, you know, um, you said something though about like the the compromising, and that, that's just something like I think we talked about last time, and you brought up about Daniel. I just again like these when we talk about convictions, not just in the vote in the voting booth, but anywhere else. It's like no matter what, I'm not compromising integrity. I'm not going to compromise the message and, and what I believe for the sake of the advancement. Yeah, you know, or or, or to get a platform to where the um the greater the bigger whatever will will kind of you know justify me kind of bending the rules here or there um i just think you lose
0: uh, do you think it shows a a lack of faith on our part when we start doing that of like we we almost sound like sometimes like in the culture war debate as if we really think jesus is there's a chance he could lose yeah, and I get like we. I think we talked about an evangelism episode. Mm-hmm. Like, we do need a sense of urgency. Most definitely. Like, we don't need to be passive Christians. We should be active Christians. But then there's a point maybe where that urgency goes too far, and we are like, uh, by any means necessary. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, a passage just comes to mind where Paul's talking about evangelism, and he's like, "I became a Jew to the Jew for the Jews, and I became a Gentile to the Gentiles." And so people even use that. You know, well, Paul's not saying he's compromising his integrity or anything else, yeah. the gospel for sure, for the advancement or the, the opportunity to witness and, and see Jews come to faith in Christ, likewise for Gentiles. He's not saying that at all. But I think it's one of those things, like you said, when it comes to, okay, do we really believe that Jesus is king, that he's sovereign? You know, that no matter what, I don't have to do this. And again, you can break this down in any area. Church life and how we do methodology and stuff and attracting people. I mean, you can do all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, do we really believe that he's in control and that he really doesn't need my help at all? Yeah. In anything to advance his kingdom. Yeah. You know, so therefore, I don't have to do anything manipulative or, or deceptive or whatever else. For his, you know, kingdom to advance, and that—that right. that, for me, man, that's relief. Like I don't have to worry about him needing my help, and therefore, you know, because he's not going to ask me to do something that goes outside of of his character and his yeah. will in my life to get his will done on earth. That okay. makes no sense.
0: So how do you? I guess I'm going to be asking get, some get questions. Yeah, give it to me, dude. I'm. i th- I remember in high school, first like maybe it was when I first became a Christian or like a little bit before that. Mm -hmm. I asked my youth pastor, because uh, gay marriage had been uh, legalized. Yes. I was like, why does it matter? Like, let them Mm -hmm. do, this ain't a Christian country. Yes. Why are we enforcing our values on them? And he was like, well, because you're a Christian. Like, that's why you vote Mm -hmm. the way you do or whatever. And I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, maybe... Almost fifteen years later, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of wrestling with that question again. Not in the sense of like. Uh, it's a little different, maybe because it's just a little bit more thought out. But uh, I'm thinking about like gay marriage mm-hmm. and abortion and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm my mindset is yeah our culture seems to be choosing certain things uh and i I don't know if me voting or the church voting how we have mm-hmm. is gonna actually do anything we can go back in the back and yeah, forth you know, phase I'm sure. yeah and my mind i'm like no this i i don't I haven't bought into the idea that this is a christian nation mm-hmm. uh and so I'm like, no, this is a nation with a bunch of different religions, a bunch of different ideas and philosophies, and we can't even figure out if, you know, we're a capitalist country or a socialist country. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we're we're a hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, the best way for me to work through, uh, to advance God's kingdom, and to handle a lot of these issues, trying to love God and love people best I can with them is. The co- I'm going to accept how the culture is choosing to mm-hmm. behave and the policies they're choosing, whether they line up with my values or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to uh, – I just – I guess maybe I'm not putting as much uh, faith in my vote. Mm-hmm. Because I, I guess thinking about the gay marriage thing. Okay. If, <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm everywhere. No, no. The gay marriage um when I vote, I'm not thinking about uh, criminalizing gay marriage. Okay. I'm like, no. They're, I think there's things that we allow to be legal that, you know, as Christians we believe are sin, but we're okay with it. Mm-hmm. You don't go to jail for lying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, kids do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's things like that where we, we have this, uh, I don't know, There's just some things that's like you're going to deal with it on your own Mm -hmm. and the government's not going to really impose on it until it gets like a a more criminal level. Sure. And so with gay marriage, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay, as a Christian, I'm uh, I'm trying to accept that our country legalizes gay marriage. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I feel like it's a waste of energy for me to keep fighting that over and over again. Instead, I'm going to love my neighbor Mm -hmm. in a country that's definitely not Christian Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm more in Babylon. And so I'm just going to live my Christian values out. I'm going to be the light in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to place faith on things, uh, sin changing
1: by... Just living as a Christian in the world, okay. that makes sense? Yeah, well, it does, but I, I, I would kind of probe and, and want some more clar- clarification, like so if we're just having this yeah. conversation. <laughs> so what, if I hear you right, what you're saying is, and I'm not sure which way, so definitely don't let me speak for you, is when you go into the voting booth, you don't feel like your vote not necessarily doesn't matter on these specific topics. But you're still gonna love them regardless. But is it as you're going into it? It's like okay, well, this is the culture. This is the way the culture is going. So therefore, I'm just gonna vote with the culture. I'm just trying to figure out which direction mm. we're, we're we're kind of saying here. Yeah. And the reason I ask why you're kind of mulling that, yeah. and again, you respond, it's like so. Uh, and there's so many different layers. I and mean, we could we could take literally every single topic. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if it's you know economy or or finance or, or, or I mean uh, economy or. Marriage, or you know, myriad of topics we could talk about as far as um, politics go, but like, so for abortion, like, again, if we're like, I have three, I guess, big things, like, no matter, and this is life going into the uh, uh, voting booth or wherever else, is Jesus is Lord, and I know that sounds like, well, no, duh, but it's like, He is, He's king, He's yeah. His authority means that my emotions. My past experience, my preferences all submit to him. You know what I mean? So like it doesn't matter what background I came from or or even what my personal preference is, or emotions or anything else. like it truly has to come underneath his authority. And so again, I'm gonna you know, okay, the character of God, the Word of God, I mean those the spirit of God, all those kind of things I'm just gonna I'm gonna yield to in every single topic. I mean, it has to come to that. Like, what does he say about this? Yeah. And so, I have to do that um, first. The the just again, every life is sacred. I mean, that just has to be. And it, we, what's funny is, I think Austin. I think if we really, really got people, like if you had people from all three parties or, or main two parties and you know, independence kind of thing, and you asked them that, like, does every life matter? I think they would all say yes. But the practicality of it, you know, I think is where it begins to blur the lines and things of that nature. Uh, because if we're talking about immigration, or we're talking about marriage, or whatever else, abortion, I, we say every life matters. And for somebody who's going to say, well, uh, we're pro life, we're going to we're going to speak for the voiceless. That child's life matters. I mean, we're going to have to start talking about that. And then for the other one, whichever side. Um, whatever party but they're on the other side kind of thing they're like yeah but what about the mother's life and you know what I mean so we're talking about lives mm-hmm. but again it's it's we have to peel the layers back and yeah. then okay well why do we believe this and and what you know kind of thing so I think that's extremely important and when it comes to the other one for me is 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 family slash marriage is extremely important to the heart of God because he just is throughout scripture yeah I mean so when it comes to family I'm a child of God he's my father I mean there you have family dynamic we're, we're the family of God, brothers and sisters of Christ. I mean, all those kind of things. Uh, we are the bride of Christ. And that marriage, literally, God's not reacting like, oh, here's marriage. Oh, yeah, that would really be cool if I kind of tied that in like preachers do, like to my character, Then No, it's like, hey, I made this to reflect my relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not vice versa. Like, I, this is the whole intent yeah. of marriage is to reflect um, Christ his relationship to the bride. And so I go into the booth having to have conviction about what those are, but like you said, for people that would disagree, and if the party or platform or candidate or whatever else is in, um, uh, kind of in charge, they're they're the ones elected, I still have these, but how I treat, you know what I mean, people or, or these issues, it's still gonna fall underneath the very first one. Jesus is Lord. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, so go back yeah. to yours. I know I kind of went on a rant there, but for yours, like, just help me clarify. So yeah. when you go into the booth, is it my my vote? Because I mean, a lot of people you hear this a lot. Like people don't yeah. vote at all because they're like, my vote doesn't really matter. They're gonna do whatever they want to do. That's just kind of the mentality. I definitely struggle with that sometimes,
0: more so because I I struggle to find a place in any. Political camp, Mm -hmm. and uh, just anytime I've had conversations with people, I'm like, No, this is like how I'm I'm voting. Mm -hmm. People from the two camps will be like, Your vote doesn't matter. You just voted for some rando. Like, if you vote like third party or. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're taken away from
1: another one. Yeah, for.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and I'm just like, Well, thanks. I guess my vote was trash. Let's Mm -hmm. toss it in the bin. Um, so, I do struggle with that. But then I do still try to vote, uh, majority of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then there's the struggle of, I have some values that I'm I'm holding on to. And I mm-hmm. think, kind of like, yes, you said, uh, wound to tune before. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking of that. So, yes. I'm not for abortion. Mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, i'm I'm thinking about refugees and immigrants, yes uh, part of that is Jesus was a refugee, and that really convicted me because mm-hmm. i'm we're, we was watching uh, one of the there's some bills being passed about the refugees a yes. couple of years back, and a president who said that he was going to specifically make sure Christian refugees were taken care of mm-hmm. then backtracked on that yeah. because they all looked like terrorists. and I'm like, well you know, yeah. Jesus literally was a refugee and he probably looked like a terrorist yes. in your eyes. And so there's that challenge that mm-hmm. I was wrestling with. Um, and just under, trying to better understand some of the the culture and the people in these uh, Middle Eastern countries specifically and how much they're being terrorized on a daily basis. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, they're these refugees are like, they're in the same boat as us. They're terrified for their lives. They don't want a nine yeah. eleven happen in their own country. Yeah. Uh, and then immigration. I have a cousin who she's been trying to become a citizen mm-hmm. for as long as she's been here. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She was brought over here as a, a young child. She had no choice to be over here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's. We try to get her through the legal route, and it's just so painfully hard. Yeah. And so I'm thinking through. Those are some of the values I'm thinking through mm-hmm. and so then with like a gay marriage I'm like well that's not a, a life or death issue in my mind mm-hmm. and so culture take it I'm I not it. I'm not okay. assuming that us putting a law in It's place, gonna stop yeah I'm like people are gonna love whoever they're gonna love
1: yeah I, I'm with you okay
0: and so I'm like okay if I'm trying to think of yeah. how can we be most effective yeah uh, while still maintaining those Christian values I'm like okay I want to focus on the abortion area. Okay. Refugee, I em-
1: like, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Does that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, m- definitely. Because Thank you for
0: asking the question because I don't. Yeah, I yeah, think no, I was feeling it. Yeah, no, no, too. no,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but the reason too, like I asked that is like, um, all right. So say like for gun control, and again, a lot of it gets to policy. Yeah. Like, and here's the thing too, like you kind of open up with you know politicians, and and even if they you know would. Uh, profess to be believers kind of thing, the loops and the, the things they have to do to get in their positions. I mean, man, I I mean, there there are churches, or believers who just like this total disconnect between church and state, church and politics, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there are four Christians just stay out of it. You know what I mean? And again, I, I just don't think the Bible really allows a lot of that. And I know like with the Daniel or Joseph, they were kind of forced into some of those roles. I get that. But, um, I mean, how awesome would it be for believers who are very strong in their faith to pursue yeah. any and all. You know what I mean? Positions included even in politics. And yeah. I know everybody's like, well, like, you can't do that. Well, again, who says? Like, I, I, you, know, you may not win. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But, but they'd be
0: representing a group of people. For sure. Yeah.
1: But just the policy aspect of get kind of full circle, I guess, to, to the marriage. So, like, gun control. Okay, so, you know, it, we don't have to wait till November. And, you know, it's just, it's even hard to talk about because it seems it's a weekly, almost, Mm -hmm. you know, multi-times during the week um, that there is a shooting, a mass shooting at a school. And we're like, why, why? And then on both sides, so then you get, like we talked about last time, the fear aspect of it is, so there's the fear of, you know, guns, we should just take all of them. Just, there shouldn't be any on the streets, let's just, you know, make them all illegal, go into that and then the other side is like, you know, you can't take my guns and I'm the fear of them taking the guns and then what did that what does that mean for me? Protecting that all that kind yeah. of stuff, right? But the policy aspect of it, I don't know for many, and again, I'm not a politician. I'm not even trying to, you know, show my hand and what I believe kind of thing, but like there should be, you know, we don't want anybody to just be able to walk in any place and buy as many guns as they can. Like, I just, you know, so there should be policy. And I'm a hunter. I'm an advocate for You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, protecting homes and stuff like that. But there should be some policies. Like, there really should be some things. And I just don't think there's a whole lot of give and take. I think with, just like with anything, yeah. the pendulum, it's just on one side or the other. It's like, get rid of all of them. Yeah. Or let me have as many as I want, get you them know, any kind of way I want. What was there no middle ground? Yeah. You know what I mean? From both sides on? That's in I'm
0: I'm I'm with you on that. Uh but from probably a, di- a little bit of a different take. Okay. I'm not a fan of guns. Okay. I I really despise them. I'm yeah. not I d I did didn't I'm, grow up a hunter too, so maybe that plays no, a part no, no. of it, but uh guns i have a genuine fear of guns and they yeah uh there's just been some moments in my life where it's really overpowered me mm-hmm. but uh me and my boss talk about it a lot because he's he's a hunter yeah and he wants to protect his family like that he grew up with that mindset yeah and i'm looking at him I'm like i get that mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. i'm someone who I. Uh, i don't know if i would call myself a full blown pacifist yeah But I definitely would maybe lean more that way than... I'm just not the aggressive, violent type. Mm -hmm. Part of that's me working on my anger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, with the gun debate specifically, I'm like... As someone who doesn't like guns, I'm like, I don't care if Robbie has a gun Mm -hmm. or Joey has a gun or whoever has a gun. Mm -hmm. Like, that makes sense why you'd want to protect your home. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, growing up in the South, it's normal for people to go hunt. Mm Mm-hmm. I love you. The meat y'all produce for us. Thank you. <laughs> I love the sausage dogs. But then I'm also like, yeah, I can see why we need better gun laws. It is crazy yeah. sometimes the how these kids are getting the guns, or yes. the, even just the shooters in general getting the guns. Yeah. And uh, even me and Berlin, were watching uh, the Daily Show the other day, and they went to a gun convention, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, "So, like, what's the like? How, how do y'all do this?" and yeah. it was just like random people coming up off the mm-hmm. street and they're like I'm just gonna sell my gun and mm-hmm. he's like well how do you like what's what's the procedure like do you have a background check and they're like mm-hmm. I just look them up and down and you know try to hear the story a little bit <laughs> and me and Verlin laughed but then we're also like that, and this is like more middle country I don't know how it is in Georgia I don't mm-hmm. really understand all the gun laws but uh, I, after seeing that I'm like yeah I there probably should be some a better procedure on how to sell yeah, guns. Sure. Uh, even just between two individuals. But then I'm also like, yeah, I don't think, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I, I agree with you, of and you know, I'm coming from a different perspective. Yeah. You know?
1: No, and I love that. And I was going to ask you that because I didn't, I, again, not to speak for you, but I, I, I thought, because see, again, I grew up not only hunting, I grew up in a, and again, much, much older than you where we could have guns in our trucks at school unlocked and not a shooting ever, ever, ever happened. Not a fight. Nobody even got it out, Kind of like, ever. Like, it just – and I get it's a totally different time. And so I don't live in that, like, oh, that's how we used to do kind of thing. But, I mean, it was what it was. So for me, yeah, like, the the issue is not, okay, get rid of them or I'm all, you know, or – but it's how people get them, mm-hmm. and just the reality of today—like it's not—I don't even say thirty years ago. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. Uh, and 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 it, school shootings are happening. And so now, what do we do about it? So for me, it's it's that. It's not just living in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing too, man. I'm always just like, when when these things occur, you know. And I, God, this is just something God's really had to deal with me too because with social media and I. I you know, people with the memes and stuff. And like, and they'll even use, like, well, and if you're hearing this, it's probably going to offend you, so sorry. Um, because I am a gun advocate. I mean, hear my heart on this. I am. But then people will say, well, you know, Kane, you know, the, it wasn't the rock that killed Kane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so don't do that. Like, I, I just, you know what I mean? Like, one is just being very sensitive to the victim's families. I mean, not that they're going to see it, but it's just the whole mindset behind that like i get that and if all the guns were taken away well would they be sold illegally yes we know that i mean it happens with anything Mm -hmm. or would there not be school bombings i mean there's stuff like that we live in an evil world where evil's going to take place yeah but can we put policy in it hey man i and again i i get i'm not a politician and i get that um there are some things that you would have to work through. But Carrie and I were even talking um, after the latest shooting. And my thing is always like, cause I love our military, our men and women who serve. And I hear story after story, and you watch and a uh, uh, military coming home and, and just how they can't find jobs. And think, I'm like, yeah. okay, mass shootings, we need security. Um, maybe military who are, go through the process because I know there's a lot of dynamic there. I mean, yeah. you know, I get all that. But I don't know. I mean, could we possibly kind of go down that road, you know, eventually? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think that if both sides would come together or all sides would come together, yeah. that we might make this, you know, safer for our kids in our schools yeah. if we actually work together on some of this. Yeah. Instead of just tearing each other apart, because they either get rid of the guns or let me keep all my guns, I make this as easy as possible for everybody to get guns, no matter who they are, background, how old, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I want to. Yeah, yeah. Just, I think this is another example. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's it's a little bit more controversial one probably, okay. but uh, the abortion issue. Yes. I mean okay. now, me and you have never really like gotten full deep in. I don't I think, think I've so. ever done that with anybody okay. besides Berlin okay. and a couple friends. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the abortion issue is a complicated one. I mean, Berlin talk about it a lot of the struggle of being against abortion mm-hmm. because I do believe it's murder. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think there's any denying that. Mm. But then. Well, not the,
1: us. I mean, people would deny yeah, this murder yeah. because they're actually not human beings. Yeah. 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 But then. So. My struggle with it is.
0: I do, the best way I can, feel the pain of. Uh. The women who are like, well, I've been raped. or sure. I've been. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I, I financially can't take care of this kid. Sure, sure. Uh. Just man, lots of different dynamics with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Or feeling like their kid's going to grow up in a bad environment, mm-hmm. and they can't give them anything better. Mm-hmm. I do feel a lot of that pain. I'm like, man, that's a. Even though it's a clear thing in my mind, abortion is murder. Mm-hmm. I'm also like, well, I want to have a lot of grace on how we yeah. go about fighting it. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, can we find a. A better way to shepherd these women and love and care for them in a way that they don't even feel like that has to be an option, or that we can uh, kind of bear that burden, especially when it, you're you're dealing with someone who's like a rape victim. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, "You've been raped." Well, you can't murder the baby. You got to deal with it. Yeah, and them having deal that's a very traumatizing thing. Oh, emotionally, yeah, for and sure. Yeah. Even though there are these good stories out there. of hmm They are. Of ways it turns out there's also a lot of trauma and Definitely. bad stories out yes. there as well yeah. and trying to yeah. that's a, a tough one I feel like because yeah. even uh, as I'm kind of understanding the the white evangelical black protestant divide mm-hmm. they both agree that abortion is, is wrong mm-hmm. but then the way they go about fighting it is a little differently yes. and That that's one of those things that I thought just all Christians voted one way on that issue. Mm -hmm. And there's a good bit of Christians who that's like their single issue that they vote on. Yeah. But then understanding that the church in different pockets, uh they're they're finding different ways to handle it. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe there's middle ground on I I don't I don't even know the solution to that. I'm just just speaking No, no. What's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, that that is the most weighty for me. Yeah. Um, because here's the thing, like, so if we're talking about marriage, well, that's, again, I mean, not always, because there are some things that we could talk about that is not, I mean, whether it's age or certain things, that um, sh- technically, uh, the majority, anyway, is two consenting adults, right? Like, mm-hmm. so this is not, I mean, you got to have a clear, this is what I believe about marriage. Um, but this is not abortion, life, and death. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not belittling, you know, one above the, or, you know, setting one above the other or vice versa kind of thing. I'm just saying, so that is not that, or we talk about the economy and stuff. I mean, there's stuff, obviously, the trickle-down effect that does become life and death. But what I'm saying is with abortion, okay, we are. Is that a life? I mean, that's where that begins kind of. you got to start with there. You know, is that a life? And for me, with the incarnation of Christ, that just, for me, that just does it. I mean, you just yeah. you know, you either believe that or not, because if God, who's always been God, um, Jesus has always eternally existed, mm-hmm. and He didn't just come as a two-year-old, you know, um, He went the the actual full stint with Mary being overshadowed by the Spirit, so He went through the entire nine, you know, months, you know, and was yeah. fully alive. So that, for me, it ends the debate there. I mean, as far mm-hmm. as, is it alive? Yeah. Is that So that's, we got to start there, though. But then secondly, to your point, so even how we react, so let's, again, let's just on this believers, and it still happens, but I, you don't hear it nearly as much, but there was a stretch where Christians were literally bombing abortion clinics. Yeah. Okay, how helpful is that? I mean, again, hindsight, we can look at Christianity. We have not always nodded out of the park, whether we're talking about slavery or we're talking about, you know, abortion kind of thing. So, and again, regardless of whether there was life in there, mm-hmm. God forbid that happened. So you're, you're, you're speaking for the unborn and yet people are dying, but even if it's just destroying property, I mean, yeah. really, I mean, that's, you know, that's, just, is that the best way to go about that? No, I don't think so. But again, I don't think that's, that's happening as much, but Again, think of both sides. So I get like when people who say, well, not only you have rape victims and incest and, and yeah. you know, the ones that are very, you know, even morally, if you, uh, well, I believe all oh, abortions wrong. Okay, well, you've got to address those issues. Mm-hmm. And those are hard, hard issues. When, I mean, you're talking about a 13-year-old that's been raped by her uncle. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know, you that's a tough one. And you you got to try and navigate it. Um but when it comes to, for us as believers, um, that all life matters and the, and the ones uh, who would say, okay, but if you make it illegal, well, now you're bringing in, they're, they're going, they're not just going to an abortion clinic where there's licensed, trained. Physicians who are able to do it they're able so the mother or you know the, the woman is then able to recover and live now They're doing it on the street where she could possibly die. Yeah, so now you're taking her life You know what I mean? So there's there's all the underneath you've got Way to deal with Absolutely, whether you make it legal or not You know not just going into it where it's right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, you know, there are ramifications um, and just like, you know, whether we're talking about marijuana, where we're talking about this or this or this, when go again back to your marriage and being legal, I mean, if it's legal or not, again, um, is that life or death, you know, kind of thing, versus the abortion, you know what I mean, in other areas, which really is life and death. And you have to look at it at both sides. Yeah. As far as the unborn child, which scripture is very clear on, that we yeah. are to speak up for and protect. But also, that young lady, or, or that lady, that woman, that mother, I mean, it's her life, too, that we're wanting to protect. Yeah. It, and, and holistically, not just, okay, if she has an illegal abortion, but like you said, emotionally, mentally, the whole night, spiritually, uh, we got to care for her as well. Yeah. So it, it's layered, many layers, <laughs> man. I guess yeah, that's,
0: that's a, I feel like, a helpful... Uh, way to talk about it is just I didn't want to tell people this is how you should vote because I'm sure me and you have different uh, ways we lean on certain issues or how we best think you should go about them but I think uh, as Christians understanding that it's more complicated than just Mm -hmm. like you said the memes that are posted of no there's uh, we probably should have way more grace on the politicians at times because Mm -hmm. The things they're having to think through of they're governing. Like We have one of the biggest countries in the world. Mm -hmm. You're trying to govern all these people and create a law, but you have to factor in like a bajillion different uh, ways that can apply to people. And like that, I'm glad. Like we Mm -hmm. we think about just me and you in elders and deacons meetings and having to think through the -hmm. complexities of taking care of 200 people Mm -hmm. and that's like that's tough because every time we feel like we've covered all the bases there's another base that we missed Mm -hmm. and that's us doing our due diligence I feel like we have a a good diversity in our leadership Mm -hmm. of we all have like different pockets of the church that we kind of are more close to Mm -hmm. so we can represent a good majority of them but even then you're still like yeah but what about this yeah or what about the new the new group that'll come in? Yeah. And that's hard. And so to think about a politician and then them having to Yeah, I'm just like, man, you know, praise, prayers for you.
1: Yeah, which is what we're <laughs> supposed to do. For yeah. all. Those in leadership. And, and and the other thing too I would just say, kind of pastoral, but just for us as believers, Alston, is again to be sensitive, man. Like, um, not just your posting but you Like, for me, as a preacher, or if you're teaching, or you're just speaking to another believer kind of thing, but definitely mm-hmm. if they're seeing it and you're not even aware they're seeing it kind of thing. Like, so, because, again, we can get very heated and we're very passionate about some of these things, mm-hmm. and so specifically, like, just about abortion or if it's the, the, the sexuality, trans, like, just remember, other people who are struggling with that, so, like, they're seeing it, hearing it, Feeling it, maybe they don't speak up. Yeah. Um, it, just be careful. Like so for me, like with abortion, I'm gonna speak and preach, and and if anybody asks, I'll, I'll, I'll you know tell them you know biblically my views kind of stuff. But I also want to be extremely mindful, man, that there are there are ladies mm-hmm. that are in our church right now that have had abortions in their past. Yeah. And so again, I want to be very sensitive because they feel like it's the mistake they just cannot be forgiven ever mm-hmm. that they'll that that scarlet a on the you know what I mean like yeah. um, and there's guys I mean don't overlook that have, you know they're whomever um, girlfriend whatever at the time they had a, they're a part of it too yeah and, and you know what I mean like so just being very sensitive that some people are struggling with it now some are struggling because they've made decisions in the past and, I, and that, that trickles to immigration or anything else. I yeah. mean, you know, just to, to be mindful of the people that you're around and how you express your views. Yeah. In humility yeah. and with grace. So. I love it.